0: Why are you going to leave this out? This is classic grade A material right You're here. You're getting
1: like a keen insight into your mind.
0: Not really. I just don't think we should open the podcast about the... <laughs> we, have
2: the, the, the family frim- we have opened with worse. We have opened with worse. the friendly, friendly movie. <laughs> who, <laughs> with this
1: this, who listening to this is listening because I think this is family
0: friendly? Hello, hello, Maybe parents Chase? of small children <laughs> trying to find out if this movie is appropriate for them. Yeah. Welcome to the Opinionated Podcast. Thank you for listening with your children. <laughs> my name is josh i'm a student here in nashville and sometimes my hands are sticky <laughs> <laughs> that is a better one uh i'm rick fox
2: i'm an aspiring author and do animals talk in this universe because i'm a fox and i don't
1: want to freak him out hey. hey
3: i'm brian i'm an illustrator here in nashville and i can fing your pocket
1: I'm Andreas Schick, I'm a operations service specialist here in Nashville, and I spray paints my own suit. And we're opinionated!
0: And tonight we watched Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse came out in 2018. It is rated PG. It was directed by Bob Persichetti and Peter Ramsey. Uh, and it stars Shamik Moore, Jake Johnson, Haley Steinfeld, Marshala Ali, Lily Tomlin, Zoe Kravitz, Nick Cage, Liev Schreiber, lots of people. There's a, there's a ton of people in this movie. And many more.
2: Miles Morales becomes the Spider-Man of his reality and crosses paths with his counterparts from other dimensions to stop a threat to all reality
0: so for those who are new to the podcast tonight we're going to be doing one of our first impressions uh f- the structure of our first impression podcast is that the first part here is going to be completely spoiler free so that if you're interested in our thoughts on the movie but you don't want anything spoiled for you before you see it you can still listen get our general ideas and whether we'd recommend it or not there's going to be a brief break and then we'll get back into it uh with our spoiler filled thoughts so
3: he gets bit by a spider.
0: Dun dun dun! <gasps> Spoiler! I can't believe you would spoil that. <clears throat> so, um, I'm curious. Before we get going, uh, I want to hear what your guys' thoughts were going into the movie because I've heard some kind of conflicting thoughts from the people around me. Some people said that they thought it looked a lot of fun and they were looking forward to seeing it. Uh, some people said that. Um, although it looked nice and bright and colorful, they weren't really a fan of the way that the animation looked in the trailers, uh, and so I'm curious hmm. to know what you all thought going into this movie.
2: Well, I had heard a lot of di- from a lot of different people that this was a really, really good Spider-Man movie, so I had pretty high hopes. The trailers looked really cool to me. I, I enjoy... The look of it, uh, and the the performances I saw in the trailer looked funny and interesting. And I think that the best thing you can do for a Spider-Man character is to make him funny, like that. that like like a,
0: genuinely funny, not like Toby oh, look, Maguire's we've trying him some jokes funny. Yeah, Toby yeah.
2: Maguire trying to say these quips and it just not working funny. It's <laughs> yeah. not good. He
0: has to be charismatic, funny. <laughs> exactly. Not yeah. like punch pathetic
1: funny. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So. I knew basically nothing going into this. I'd seen a couple of clips. I don't even think I'd seen a full trailer. And the little bit I'd seen, I was in that group that I wasn't sold on the animation. It looked awkward. Mm-hmm. Almost like, um, like a TV level CGI kind of animation. But mm. watching the full movie, I was blown away. I absolutely love the animation.
0: Okay. All right. Uh, Brian, how about you?
3: I, I think I was really looking forward to the movie just because it had, like, a refreshing art style to it. It almost looked like Claymation where they cut out some frames just to make it more, I guess, comic booky. maybe.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they definitely did that.
3: I like the, um, even though it was 3D, there were 2D effects in it for, like, spider sense and, yeah. like, people interacting with keyboards and stuff. Like, like sound effect things. Right.
0: Where, so, so, were you looking forward to that going in? The... I was
3: looking forward to that. I was worried about Miles' new design, like his normal not Spider-Man design because they gave him a weird shaped head and like like a triangle kind of hairdo kind of thing. He almost looked
1: like he belonged in the boondocks. He, like the the kids become, he, he, like he looks Huey. a little yeah. bit like Huey. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. Can see
3: it for the most part. I
2: agree that the animation is really good. Like the fight mm. scenes, they all look really good. But there were a lot of points where like things were weird and out of focus and weird yeah. and blurry, and I did not like that at all. Like it was, there was to make I you focus on what they over. were focusing on. I, I got that. I just didn't like it. Like it, it mm. the it it messed with my eyes, and I was I not a that. fan of that that part of it. But everything else did work, and I did like the visual style overall. Mm. That just there was just a little bit like it was sort of like the the weird overtone that they added when characters were giving their backstory. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the thing that you kind of see in the trailer. So I don't feel like I'm spoiling that there. That characters explain themselves in yeah. this, in this movie, but
1: <clears throat> They gave
2: a weird, uh, sort of just uh, overlay on the on the vocal for that and it just for a while I thought that maybe we were like the theater was screwing up or something Mm. like that Um, because the movie kind of opens with one of those and yeah it it threw me off pretty hard but luckily that's not a problem with the movie it's just a weird artistic choice yeah
1: I was a little uncertain about that as well it kind of reminds me of uh, the old 3d glasses where it's red and blue Mm -hmm. and if you tilt your head a little bit and things get misaligned you get this red layer and blue layer kind of on top of each other you mean the
2: the issues that I was having visually or
1: that's what yeah the visual issues kind of reminded me of that it's like there are these two different color layers just kind of out of sync with each other yeah and they only do it on what would in a live action movie just kind of be blurred because it's out of focus Yeah. I think they do kind of overdo it. It it definitely was distracting well, I, at moments, but I like what they're going for, where it's like when you have a comic book out of focus.
0: Yeah, it, and I don't know. It it didn't. It wasn't overdone for me. Yeah. Uh, I, I think it's very much just a stylistic preference a stylistic preference Um, because, because a a lot of the way that it's animated uh, is very unique. And I haven't seen in any other animated movie up to this point. Right. Um, And honestly, the animation was something I was a little apprehensive of going in. Mm -hmm. I love Spider-Man and this seemed like it was going to be like a very fun Mm Spider-Man. And so I was really looking forward to going to see it. But, but what you were saying about how it looks like they kind of cut a few frames here and there to make it intentionally choppier in points. Mm -hmm. Um, that I feel is kind of exaggerated in the trailers, mm-hmm. um, because I think that after watching the movie, that it's not nearly as stuttery as it was yeah. as it looked yeah. in the trailers, and it's not as jarring. Yeah. And I'm wondering if that was like after you know test audience, or if it was just like hey, couple of scenes in the trailer or something. But um, but yeah, I, I I was a little apprehensive because of that, but I think the movie. Uh, even even the few stylistic things because that didn't that didn't really work for me because I think th- there's so much going on visually in this movie that there's going to be things you're blown away by and things that don't really work for you right just by the nature of personal preference right yeah uh, and even with those I still thought that it was just a beautiful movie to watch right yeah. and that's one of the things that I I really want praise with the animation is that.
1: There's a lot of visual noise to it, but they do a great job with the colors that in the action scenes, like at the very end of the movie, which we'll get to later, the action in it is very fast paced. There's a lot of things going on. There's things in the foreground, the background, but it's easy to keep track of it because they do a good job with the colors. Yes. And all the moving pieces are the right shades and the right colors that you can track everything. And it's not the kind of visual noise that you get in like a Michael Bay movie where it's just nonsense this there's been thought put into yeah. all of these elements yeah. yeah yeah and the
0: animation is fluid and you can understand everything that's going on in front of you and it's just beautiful to watch mm-hmm. okay i'm curious for you guys uh talking about the story for a little bit mm. um do have any of you read the Miles Morales Spider Man? Yeah, I, I haven't, yeah, I and haven't. so I don't know. As far as story wise, I don't know how this lines up with the way not it works in the comics. No, I mean, it's
2: completely well. There's things that are are tangentially similar. I haven't read the comics, but I'm aware of the character. There's definitely similar elements, but they play them in a way that is not exactly what happens in the original comics. Like, there's not a, a the thing with the dimensions that is going on in this movie, which but, I,
0: I, I, and that's. Pretty fairly, you know, it's the Spider-Verse. It's pretty obvious that there's literally the premise multiple Spider-Men from different universes coming
1: together, right? Um, Yeah, I've never really read comics, I'm not much of a comic guy. I know who Miles Morales is, but my only experience with him was in the recent uh, Marvel Spider-Man move uh, game, mm -hmm. which he was in, and there's a fairly similar. plot line to it a, a little lot, bit yeah yeah there, there's um there's different similarities you can see a lot of um, a lot
2: overlap. of it I think, though is that that they are in both cases playing with how he interacts with Peter Parker's traditional origin story yeah um and I think that it, the the similarities between that game and this are more aligned with with that kind of idea it almost makes um, me
1: wonder if they uh if there was a little bit of communication because there's there's an Easter egg it's not really a spoiler but uh, you do catch a glimpse of the white spider suit from the game in yeah. this movie.
2: Yeah, I, I did like that. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Brian, you're the only one who's read the Miles Morales comics. What do you think of the character that they played him as
3: in this movie? Uh, you know, versus the character of the comic books? Is are they similar? Are they? I mean, honestly, all Miles's have been very similar to each other in yeah. every form. I've, like, figures are different, mm-hmm. but. Miles is almost always the same, like, kind of a... He's very intelligent, but he's n- by no means a genius like Peter is. Right. Like, he never builds his own gadgets. Right. It's usually he, like, inherits stuff from either the old Peter or Spider-Woman is normally his, like... In the comic, Spider-Woman was who taught him because okay. there wasn't a Peter around. Gotcha.
0: Um. So... Which, uh, and... And it's interesting that you say that he's similar to all the other iterations because one of the things I think this movie does really well is kind of pay homage to to the origins of Spider-Man in all of its kind of different forms. Like it pays yeah. homage to the comic Spider-Man and it pays homage to the Sam Raimi yes. Spider-Man. And it like it, it does a good job of referencing all of these and, and, make fun and, of them. and kind of paying homage yeah. and then making fun of the things that are, are there to make fun of yeah. without feeling... It it never feels overdone. It yeah. feels like oh, that's really it's that's clever that they put that. In, the that jokes fit this in here. The
2: jokes never draw attention to themselves. They're not there to be jokes. They're there as side pieces to the story that's going on. Usually, if mm. there is a reference going on, there's something else going on in that scene that is more important to the story as a whole. That's mm-hmm. just there's a side thing that is like oh hey, I I understand that because I'm a Spider Man nerd like that kind of thing.
0: Right, right. Um, what did you guys think of the story? I mean, and we'll go into it more later when we can talk about the details, right? But uh, as far, did, did you guys find it compelling? Were you were you?
2: I think it is really well put together as a whole. I mean, this is mostly fin- focused on Miles, and I think that they mm-hmm. do his story very, very well. Mm-hmm. I think that uh, the um, Peter Parker is is really good as well. Not quite as good, I think. I think that they stumble a little bit at the very end of his story. There's a little bit that I could I could have used a little more on um given how much time they spend on part of his backstory at the beginning um and i feel sort of similar to uh about that with with gwen um she could be a little more she could use a little more time i think and maybe if if they get a sequel they could do something like that mm-hmm. um and the other three peter part or the other three spider men people. pigs spider asian girl, jewels, spider people. sailor moon girl um they <laughs> sure. they are fun but i wish that we had been able to get more story from them but i don't think that it could have been done very well like there's just it's a crowded movie at that point yeah i don't think i would have the
1: movie would have been a lot longer exactly i think it was it was the right yeah it was definitely
2: the right length and again if they do a sequel maybe they can do more with that kind of thing um but they are all three more uh uh, specific you know genre type characters for for spider-man and so it makes sense to get them less story potential i think yeah
0: Yeah. well and and i liked i i thought that i I agree with you as far as Mm. some of it felt a little bit cluttered Mm -hmm. um but on on the whole i enjoyed all of the characters being there um and i also i also enjoyed the villains um and that's uh, spider-man a good villain can make or break the movie right Mm -hmm. because you think about spider-man 2 versus spider-man 3 right um (laughs) like doc ock is so memorable in that movie And then Spider Man 3, it feels crowded because it's got, like, I think it's got like three villains. Mm -hmm. But it's not even that it's, it's not necessarily that it's crowded that ruins that movie. It's it's just that they're portrayed really terribly. Exactly. um, And without getting into who the villains are, I think that, uh, that it was handled well in this yeah. movie, mm-hmm. and I it agree. was fun to see the villains that showed up.
2: I could have used a little more time on on the main ones, I think, but I think that they used them all really effectively.
1: There's um, right. one villain that I think we'll talk about because they this one really stood out, and this villain I definitely think was great. It was mm-hmm. a bit of a secondary villain, but I really enjoyed this uh, villain's presence in the movie, and I think the the scenes with this person was very well handled, very Done very well, yeah. But the main villain, I was mostly disappointed just because I didn't like the way they were shown on screen. Like the the actual artistic okay, design. Well, I, I think did we not can. Like. I
2: think we can at least talk about that part. Yeah, the Kingpin looks real dumb. Oh I god, hate it's the, so I hate bad. the design. I for like Kingpin. it. I, I
1: like it. I also. I really like the design. It's way too, too it. Saturday morning cartoon.
3: It was jarring at first, but I got used to it really quickly because uh, normally he has a very odd build to him. Like you never know where to put that's his head. Way way body. Too big.
2: I think I would be okay with this version of the Kingpin. If he was a more comedic character, to yeah. me this this, he this design, like he was way too design this design looks like something out of a a like silly
3: version of of. Well, Peter they Parker's had two world. different forms of him that they showed in his flashback. There is round King Ping and there is square King Ping. He's only square King Ping if he's wearing his suit. I don't like either of them though. That's yeah. the thing. Like it, the, the I, head no, in the no. middle this of his chest big. does not work for yeah. me. Yeah. I, and it's I just,
0: enjoyed it because it felt. Because too often, because Kingpin is supposed to be someone who's just like this criminal overlord, and right. he doesn't—he doesn't like have How superpowers much? other than he's just freaking well, huge and can pack a punch. Yes, yeah. but let's talk about his superpowers and <laughs> he, what they should. He and does should not be. He
3: does. Have, never explained why he's as strong as he is, other than that he's just a big, big guy. Yeah, but he can hold. Spider-Man down, who can hold, like, tons and tons. He can lift a car. Yeah. Right, yeah. No, he's huge. It's kind of
0: ridiculous. But, But the problem with that is that when you've got someone who's supposed to be that strong, if you give him any sort of regular proportions... It feels wrong, well, and it I don't feel, want.
2: I don't want regular proportions. Yeah, he on can him. still be larger I want than average. you well, just, just want
0: his head move forward. I just like want him to look, look like a person, at least, another sprick. like something,
2: something like that. Like I, I, would be totally okay with him having this like gigantic ogreish frame. It's the fact that his head is in the middle of his chest, and I can't stop looking at that, and it just looks so weird, and it's not intimidating at all. Yeah. And that's what I think is missing from when the way he's they use his. Wearing
1: Suit. It looks like they just took a black square, plopped it on the screen, drew a head right in the middle, and then put a couple of it's arms not and legs. I like. I like. Really, I like
2: is exactly that really is. bad. It does not no, like. Again, I really enjoyed it. It's not intimidating to me, and I yeah. think that it needed to be.
0: Well, uh, okay, and let's Especially also let's also remember. Character. Let's also remember that this is a PG movie. This movie is specifically made for children. Yeah, like, but that's not fine. everything else is this
1: over-the-top cartoony. Like, for the most part, people are fairly well-proportioned. And
2: I think that's a big part of it, is that yeah. he does not seem to fit with the other people of his universe. Yeah. He he looks
0: way more cartoony than anyone else does. I can give you that. I still I still think that it feels... It feels all right. I mean, to me, I, I like it. it. He feels... He feels intimidating. And I get that you don't agree. But, like, when he there's a scene where he like just packs a wallop, right? Mm-hmm. Where he yeah, just lets out and just punches, right? And I believed that and because of how big and over exaggerated they made him, like I believed it. Where if I they think, had if they had ugh. made him any smaller and, and I get it, I and if if the only problem you have is his head placement then okay.
2: That's the biggest I issue
0: think, of it. I think that you could
2: I think if his head placement was different it would work better. I can I can understand why that scene is impactful because I think it is impactful, but at the same time it, his design did take away from that scene for me.
1: Okay. To contrast that, there is almost a similar scene in Netflix's Daredevil in season 1 with Vincent D'Onofrio playing uh Kingpin, where he bashes a guy's head into two using a car door. It is brutal and it is terrifying. And yeah, Vincent D'Onofrio is a big guy, but they accomplish this same feeling of intimidation and almost fear of a person through the way it's shot and the portrayal of the character and not because he's a big guy.
2: I don't know, Vincent Giovio's design is really poorly done in my opinion. Really? I think they
0: really- <laughs> No, it's way too far up. On exactly. The <laughs> no, that's, that's the joke. They need to bring made. it down. That's yeah. the joke I was making. Yeah. No, no, and and I get that, but also in the Netflix Daredevil like You have time with this character that's like specifically devoted, like whole you know thirds of episodes that are given to him, yeah, and and also that scene works because of just how brutally violent it is, where you can't have that level of brutal violence, even when even when like the 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 most violent scenes in this movie still don't have any blood in them. No, right, yeah, no, Um, no, no. no. I'm not saying we need that kind of scene. I just mean
1: that it is possible, not because of the. Design of the character, or the absolute brutality of it, but the way that he goes about it. Because it's not scary that he's slamming the corridor repeatedly. It's that the expressions on his face, the way they shouting. It's the portrayal that Denofrio was bringing to it,
0: and I did not really get that in this movie. I, see, I I got that from Fisk in this movie, and so I think oh, I think it's just a stylistic choice that took away from that character for you.
2: I, I will say the other designs of the movie, I think work extremely well. Um, mm-hmm. I love the looks of all of the different spider people. Um, I think that they all work really well in their own artistic style because they all have their own unique style that they
0: give each yep. of them.
2: Um, and it, I think that they're all really... Really well done. I I just enjoy looking at any of them at any time they're on the screen.
0: And I like the way that all the characters play off of each other. Yes. As well. And it it feels like they fit together.
2: And that's what I meant earlier when I was saying that I wish I had more from the lesser Spider characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that the interplay that they have between those characters is so charming and fun that it makes me want more than the movie could reasonably give me. And I think that's the best possible feeling you can get from characters that have that kind of minor, well, at least a relatively minor role. It yeah.
1: kind of felt like they were ju- just there for easter eggs and jokes especially like the spider pig and a little bit yeah but i think that they
2: they did it well spider ham yes spider ham um Mm -hmm. but i think that they did that job well and it was it it was in service of the movie rather than something that can that something like that can easily take away from the movie and they definitely did not
1: oh yeah no. spider-man noir was easily one of the best parts of the movie (laughs) he was the best
2: and I didn't know this went going in, but Nick Cage plays him. Yeah. And he nails it. Like, yeah. he's, Absolutely. He's gotten to be Superman in the Teen Titans Go movie, and he's now Spider-Man in this movie. So he's <laughs> kind of got the, the the two best superheroes, in my uh, opinion. Mm-hmm.
1: That, I love how all the different versions of Spider-Man have their own voice actors, and they yes. all bring a really great performance to it, and they yeah. all stand out. But they all kind of still are playing the same character. They still come across very similarly. The
2: The interesting thing is that they have sort of the the uh, essence of, I'm going to say Peter Parker, but I kind of mean Spider-Man. Mm. I mean, those two are basically interchangeable, but they all have this like, they're very intelligent, they're very quippy, they're very they're very tough characters. They're that are persistent. Ex- exactly, yeah. that exist in this world where they're, they're not the big fish. They're not Superman. They're not Thor for, <clears throat> for this world. They're right. not the people that can just walk in and I am overwhelming power, but they always get back up. They always have this same like, I don't care. I'm going to do the right thing attitude. And yeah. I think that that is what really unites all of them in a really interesting way.
3: I didn't. Well, I felt that one of the spider man did not really have that, but it was like teacher Spider-Man. Okay. But I mean, it's kind of hard to dig into that right now. Yeah, well, we'll get into
2: that a little yeah. more. I mean, once was, yeah. we get to extra part of it. his plot
1: arc. But we'll is there
2: anything it. else that? Oh, we should talk about the music. I think the
1: music
3: is oh, music. oh, like, yes. like
1: yeah. This, the music this, is amazing.
2: This this music is not my taste at all like this is this is yeah. ba- basically Pretty the opposite same. of my my personal taste but i think that they use it excellently and it really adds to the movie as a whole on on every level like i, I again this isn't my kind of music but i loved it in this movie mm-hmm. so, and i think that's a, as as high a compliment as you can give
0: right? and i also feel like it fits with this character for sure oh yeah, yeah big, no. because uh, wh- like one of the first scenes we see with miles is him kind of jamming out to music yeah hmm. and, and this so, is his movie like this is there's other yes. characters that are important but it's him. this is the miles morales movie yeah, yeah. um yeah. which I hope that we get a sequel to this, and I hope that it's not a Spider Verse tie-in again. As much as I enjoy these other characters, I hope we get a Miles Morales movie shot in the same style. Yeah, there's certain I characters think it really that really stands
2: out. There's certain characters that I would want. I could, oh yeah, I could for definitely sure. see the advantage of having just this would just be a Miles Morales movie, like with no mm. other Spider characters in it. But I don't know that that would work branding wise. But I I would be okay with either way of it, essentially. Right, sort right. Sort of the way that I want to say. Yeah,
1: and it. The movie definitely has a style to it mm-hmm. that ties so heavily into Morales with all of his uh, art that he does, and yeah. the graffiti and the tagging, the bright neon colors, yeah. this uh, kind of uh, hip-hop style, um, mm-hmm. um, not quite Man, there's a lot of white people at
2: this table right now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm trying to think of the, the right term for it. It's not um, electric, but the uh, synth-heavy uh R and B rap, not R and B hip hop rap. Yeah, I am so f- <laughs> white here. You're uh,
0: you're really kind of painting yourself in the corner there. Yeah, right.
1: <laughs> urban. But urban is the word you're going for. <laughs> oh <my gosh. laughs>
0: I again, like a, a lot this of, is not a, lot really, of the, a lot of the stylistic choices that the movie takes, yeah. visually and and auditory. and auditory, yeah, fit within the themes of the character as well. Yeah. And um, and I think that that does it. And I think that does a really good job because I, I th- one of the things that Chris used to say when he was when he was on the podcast is that all of the pieces of the movie should come together to tell the same story. Yes. You shouldn't yes. be telling a story with the script and not be telling the exact same story with the way that the camera moves yeah. and with mm-hmm. the artistic direction and the costumes. All of the elements need to be telling the same thing. And or or at least they pieces do that of that same thing. Yeah, I and, think they do yeah. that
1: here. And they do it to such a good degree that, like, this isn't the kind of music that I listen to by myself. But this movie had me interested in this music. Like, right. No, I want to go get on in. Spotify and, and download this, this entire up. Yeah. soundtrack. Yeah, because yes. yeah, this was on point, every single aspect of it, even down to the cinematography, which isn't something you typically, typically talk about in an animated movie. You normally talk about the animation. And here, I was looking at the shot compositions thinking, damn, that's really good.
2: Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, okay, so l- let's kind of get into our uh, would we recommend or not at at yes. the end of the at the end of the spoiler portion, we'll get into our favorite and least favorite parts because right. we can actually Give it a talk about all them. That. Yeah, but for right now, uh, would you recommend it? Uh, yes, and would you recommend it for adult audiences? Because again, this is a kids' movie. It but... didn't feel like a kids' movie.
2: All right, I think that's a that's a good good way to put it. Um, I, I assume you're saying you would recommend it.
1: Oh, absolutely. Yes,
2: okay. um, I I agree. It does not feel like a kids' movie in that it does not feel like it's pandering to a child audience um there's a lot of really uh heavy heavy themes yeah that's a good good word for it there's a lot of heavy themes here and it's really impressive the way that they handle the characters it'll be very delicately exactly yeah Yeah. i think anyone could have a good time with this if you enjoy superheroes and spider-man in particular Absolutely, go see this. Mm-hmm. But honestly, yeah, like I recommend this to to just about any anyone. Um, I I don't think that there's anyone that would sit down and watch this movie unless you're just like an old curmudgeon that's like, no, I hate I hate colorful things. <laughs> <and> <laughs> I hate fun. superheroes and I hate
3: joy. <laughs> I
2: hate fun. Exactly. I I think this this is an excellently put together movie, and I highly right. recommend
0: it. I, I I also would recommend it. Um, I think that I think that it. I I agree with you, Andreas. It doesn't feel like a kids' movie. Um. Despite the fact that it's weird because I kind of forgot that it was. Yeah. Because looking back at it, I'm like, oh, there was no blood. The Mm. violence was fairly, you know. Tame. I think it was. It was I tame think one person gets shot and there's no blood. There's no blood and you don't see the wound or yeah. anything like but that.
3: That always happens. Yeah. Like and like a lot movies. of the, there's right. a lot of death in kids movies.
0: Yeah. but and and there's no swearing, even though like there's several characters where it would fit for that character to swear at this swear yeah. moment. At this moment, right? Yeah, and but, there's a lot of uh, themes
1: that you typically see in kids movies that they do so well that I didn't even realize that's what they were doing until after right. the movie was over.
0: One of the things I like about about this is it doesn't feel like a kids movie that still appeals to adults in the way that Shrek does right mm, because right. the way that Shrek does that is that it's a kids movie uh, but it's filled with adult jokes with innuendos that, Lord Farquaad yeah yeah right there's innuendo and there's there's puns that kids aren't gonna get but adults can laugh at and you know, I I always remember the line where Shrek's like, "Oh, hold on, I have to go get my ass," because he's talking about donkey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this movie is fantastic, whether you're a kid or an adult, but not for that same way. Hmm. It's just fantastic because it's well written. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're an adult who has seen the other Spider-Man movies, you can look and see all the th- all the references to movies you've seen before, and it just it feels. It feels fun regardless of who's watching it, really. Absolutely.
2: There's there's enough characters here that come at this from enough different angles that it doesn't feel like <laughs> this is just a movie for the age range that Miles Morales kind of represents. Right.
0: Absolutely. Brian, you, how about you?
3: I gotta say I would probably recommend this the mo- of most Spider-Man movies. Like, I think this is probably tied for my favorite Spider-Man movie. Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Tied with what? Uh,
3: Homecoming. That's fair because like, is really good. it's the most refreshing spider-man movie that i could think of like it's not yeah. tied, bogged down by the same retold and they are aware that yeah not bogged down it's a running joke other, yeah. yeah
0: well and, and uh, again al- along with homecoming the reason this feels so refreshing is because this is another movie like homecoming where spider-man feels like spider-man yeah um the, the the teenager feels like a teenager And it doesn't feel like a college kid dressed up You know it, it Toby Maguire was was not 15 years old When he played that part yeah. And everyone knew it Well
2: I mean the thing that's interesting about Toby Maguire and Andrew Garfield Is that they both had a certain part of the character That they played well Right they each had like a half
0: of Peter Parker Exactly
2: and I think that Tom Holland is the best Spider-Man Because he, ha- he gets all of the Spider-Man mm-hmm. Right And I think that this movie works Because it not only gets Peter peter parker and a peter parker we have not seen in a in a um movie version so far done really well it also nails miles morales's character i think it it does a i, I can't i haven't read spider uh, gwen's comics mm-hmm. but i think that it gets her character enough that i'm interested in going and looking that up because that right. looked really cool yeah um and and that's what really makes it work is that it it made all these characters work together and gave them roles Where they fit together and they can all shine and they all do really well, especially Miles. Like Miles is great in this movie. He's I'm now more. I've never been interested in Miles Morales as a character before now, and now I want to go and read his comics. Yeah,
0: it's 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 really cool. Like like you said, Brian. I under like yes, this is up there as one of my favorite Spider-Man movies. Um, everyone should go see it. If you've seen it already, go see it again. I Um, plan to.
2: All right, let's uh, get into spoilers.
0: Uh, We'll be back in just a minute, and we'll talk about all of our spoiler-filled thoughts. So, uh, back in a sec.
2: My name is Peter Parker. I'm pretty sure you know the rest. I saved the city, fell in love, then I saved the city again,
1: and again, and
2: again. Look, I'm a comic book, a cereal, I did a Christmas album, and a so-so popsicle. But this isn't about me. Not anymore. Ladies and gentlemen.
3: My name is Miles Morales. One and only Spider-Man. At least that's what I thought. You ever hear the super collider?
0: You're gonna love this.
3: Dimension opening now.
0: You're like me.
2: That's impossible.
0: Alright, kid. Listen up. This Alright, we're back. We're gonna get into our spoiler thoughts. Uh Rick, start us off. Okay, so
2: Kingpin. Let's talk about his family thing. Cause I think that is a centerpiece in a way of the film, but I think that it could be handled better. And I feel like we've gushed over this movie enough that we kind of should talk about some of the flaws that it has.
0: Well, and I'm going to gush more because oh, no, there's yeah, spoiler totally film Yeah, to I just gush about. Yeah, we have I just, a lot of spoiler sure, g- gush. Go, go ahead. I just go also want to say
2: like... What, really, you didn't like the, the Kingpin I like, like the arc? idea of it. I feel like it doesn't get enough time to to really play out. Agreed. Um, How I so? Think, I think that it's It's just sort of... like 30 seconds. Yeah, you just kind of are told like, hey, he lost his family. That's why he's trying to merge dimensions. And he's kind of a jerk about it. What more do
1: you need? I don't... I think that
2: you could let that sit a little more and give it a little more time and space to to breathe, and I think it would work better. As it is, it feels kind of shoved into the movie of like, we need to have a villain with an actual motivation, guys, so uh, here you go. It's Kingpin, and his family's dead.
1: Yeah, he still comes off as kind of a mustache-trolling villain because it's proven definitively that this will not work, I mean, and he's still going forward with it, but we don't really I, get that sense that he's, like, demented or anything. He's I just... I don't know if I would say if
2: it's that it's proven it wouldn't work because it does seem to at least to some degree be working at the end of the movie because his family is showing up in those weird random bits. But, but anyone I think, who
1: comes over, start, their cells start coming apart sure. and Doc Ock knows this. Sure. She knows that people cannot cross dimensions. But she also like knows
2: that, that this... But she also knows that this entire thing is destroying the entire universe. And she does nothing about it. So she's just rolling with it and like, no, I'm just going to do this anyway. And that doesn't make any sense. So I need need Kingpin to be the anchor for this movie and to to kind of make his motivation work really well. And it almost does. Like, it's good enough. I just think it could be...
0: (laughs) It could definitely be better. Yeah, I just think that it could be better. See, I don't know. I wasn't bothered by it because I felt like you, you mentioned it needed that time to rest. I feel like it got that beforehand where it's established that no he doesn't care if it's dangerous he's going to go through with this at at, no matter the cost i'm fine with dangerous and then
2: i'm I'm not fine with clearly he's going to not get the thing he wants because of what this does dangerous
0: yeah like well no he thinks he's going to get the thing get what he wants because because doc ock knows that People are going to disintegrate. She does not tell him this.
2: Right. She also seems to know that this will destroy all possible universes and is like, eh, whatever. I'm cool with this. Yeah.
0: She's, no, and that she's, make sense. she's She's mad scientist type. Yeah.
1: She she even tells this to Kingpin and he says, do it anyway. She's like, yeah. all right, and well, like, whatever. I tried. Si-
2: in those situations where it's like, uh, you know, hey, this is clearly not working. Bad things are happening. No, use more power. Like, that never makes sense to me yeah. because... You know, if I want a thing, I want the thing. I don't want the thing right now if that means it's probably gonna destroy everything. If I can like, okay, back off the power a little bit at a time and next week we'll we'll work through this and try it again and I I might actually get the thing that I want. Kingpin
0: up Kingpin clearly has no problem like fighting around in the Negavoid or whatever it is. It's not like he's getting disintegrated. He
2: does seem to have some superpowers in this movie and I am okay with that because that seems consistent with how they portray the character in the comics. Superpowers yeah.
0: in like he's just nigh unstoppable, and like Super your strong. your punches do nothing. He's right. just strong no. and resilient. And it,
3: there's a lot more to it than that. He he can sneak up on Spider Man.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow! You don't
3: yeah. sneak up on Spider-Man. That especially man not snuck that up on guy. Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. maybe yeah, it's just guy. a situation that like there's so much danger it's like around.
2: Santa that Claus yeah, He's too <laughs>
0: dispersed for the <laughs> spider him. Spider-Sense is looking for like human-shaped things. A, be a, that <laughs> with Wait, is that a person? No, the head's not on top. I mean, I was thinking more in the situation of
2: like everything is dangerous right now. So this situation also being dangerous doesn't really register as much. But So let's do talk about the thing that we kind of hinted at during the the spoiler thing. When he kills the other Spider-Man, I was like, oh... Yeah. Oh, they killed Spider Man. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was that yeah. was early. Yeah, and I because I think that the way the trailers portrayed that character, I think they did a good job of hiding that
0: that was going to happen because I assumed yeah. that that Spider Man was the Spider Man. No idea. That everyone was used to. Right, um, right. Which and looking back at it now, I was like, oh, okay. You know, the Spider Man in the trailer. Oh, he's a brunette, and this guy's a blonde, and we've seen that. And, and right, and Spider Man is not blonde. Like if you yeah, know the that, character, that kind of threw me that, a bit. that throws you off, yeah. right. Uh, and so, but yeah, like Fisk just like punches him in the chest hard enough to kill him. Yeah, yeah. he's already on his way out. He just finished the job.
2: Right. Yeah. yeah. Like it. I, I'm all. I don't know how I feel about the way that he he goes out because he seems like really okay with it, and that throws me off about it like he he's making quips with miles the whole time and even when like fisk is getting ready to kill him like right before that he he makes a little joke to the guy that is like right next to him that's also probably going to kill him i
3: it's, feel
0: like that's just him being quippy. yeah i him. think that's I, very fitting it's for a coping him. mechanism I do, but
2: i feel like i need like
3: a little bit of of fear in there somewhere because the like way that he's meeting, talked about um, meeting miles may have like he knows that there will be someone else to take care of New York now. That could be it.
2: It's just that, like throughout the movie, this this Spider Man feels like he's like the idealized Super Spider Man, Golden yeah. Boy. Exactly. Yeah, he's
1: literally blonde hair, blue eyed.
2: Yeah, exactly. That he's got like he's got the Batman layer for Spider Man suits and all that kind of thing. Uh-huh. It's yeah. it's it's a Which little. Was- a to, bit much. It's yeah, exactly. So if he'd had a little bit of fear there at the end, maybe I don't know something like. But
0: that, that could even. But that could even fit it, along with the Golden Boy because what what is it that ev- eventually catches up to the Golden Boy? It's, yeah, it's hubris. But like, right? why <clears throat> are
2: you not interested in Superman? It's because he's the the Boy Scout and he's not interesting because he's too far on that good side
0: no no I d no, don't I'm not it I, it's not that, that, that I'm not invincible. And he's invincible
2: in- and all that. I That's I don't, the yeah. part that
0: gets we me. You don't need yeah. to get into
2: that discussion at this point.
0: You just but, but, ask you no, no, no. Yeah, yes, I agree okay, we don't have to talk about Spider Man, but you. you just you just you're <laughs> like, in hey, general, example. I'm like, no
2: In general, a lot of the reason that a lot of people don't like Superman and don't like Captain America sure, is they are the, the Boy, Boy Scout character. Yeah. And I feel like you the way that you get around that is you give them something that goes against that image they can't be perfect all the time and i feel like this super this spider-man was too perfect all the time especially when you compare and contrast him with the peter parker we do get right but which then his is, but
0: then it's his idealism that eventually becomes his undoing because he's like nah you know it's gonna turn out all right his optimism and eventually it's just like not nope enough, and there's, he dies
2: there's not enough time with the character to get that impression like that could be what it is but they don't sell that to me if that makes sense.
0: I mean, he's pretty optimistic when he's like, hey, they're about to do a black hole, but you know, hold on to this. I'll be back in just a second. And I think, Gotta go stop the black hole.
2: And I think that would be more interesting, and especially the the moments where he is on the ground, sort of paralyzed. I think those moments would be more interesting if you get a little bit of a hint of he doesn't know what's going on. He thinks he might die in that in the way that he's talking. Instead,
3: it sounds like he's just perfectly confident, like, nah, this will all work out. It's fine. No worries. I think he feels pretty confident, but in the sense that like, he needs to be strong for this kid who's right here seeing, because he knows he's going to watch whatever. Pretty, happens. Yeah, yeah, whether yeah. it be his demise or his character. I getting think that might be it. it. I,
2: I don't. I don't get that. I think that he thinks, okay, I'm going to get out of this because I'm Spider Man and it's going to be fine. And that's, normally that would be true. And normally that would be true. And that's that's that. And if that happened, I would be fine with it. But it doesn't happen, so I need a slight. I need this to be played slightly differently, and I think it would sell better. That, that's I, my I, whole point. I, I don't get it's, it. Why, not, why?
0: I think that it works because he's like, oh, it'll work out. I'm Spider-Man.
2: I think it works for me at like a 75 out of 100. I think if you had that little bit of something
3: else there, it would be at a hundred out of a hundred. I think he feels tired enough in the scene for it to work for me. Like he doesn't seem like he's raring to go. He's just.
0: I mean, there is a reason he hands off the the goober to him, right? Yeah. The the which the he's, he's clearly yeah. messed
2: up. I'm I'm on board with that. But again, it doesn't. F- I don't feel the pain that that character should be feeling because he's just kind of like, eh, you know, whatever. I'm just going to give you this thing, and you're a kid, but it'll be fine. Whatever.
0: Yeah, I don't know.
2: There is a casualness to that scene that I feel like doesn't play up the stakes. That's that's all I'm really saying.
0: I gotcha. Well, okay, let's let's talk for a minute about some of the other villains because we touched on on Kingpin, uh, Kingpin mm-hmm. in the spoiler-free portion. But there's there's a whole. I, they have I was talking about
2: Sinister I, st- Six in this movie, right?
0: I was talking about the uh, like Spider-Man three and how that was. It felt crowded with three villains in it, even though it was just that those villains weren't treated well. Because this movie's got like a ton of villains in it, yeah. but if they all feel fine, they, they have it,
3: like a clear hierarchy and in, in importance. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: It, there's the the different characters. I think the reason that they work well is that they they fit in their
3: role really well, and they don't. Try to overstep that. They don't. They don't all have try two to be, kingpin types. They're just like, I'm going to be the one calling the shot Right.
2: They don't all try to feel equally important to Miles as a character. There's there's definite henchmen ones like right. Scorpion and Tombstone. Like those guys are 100 just henchmen. Like they don't. I don't even
1: remember Tombstone being in this. Just, so, Tombstone's the, the guy with the Frankenstein. He just yeah. follows. Oh, gotcha. That's who that was.
2: Yeah. He barely does anything in the movie. But he. he I don't even you think know, they gave his
1: name. They
2: no, didn't. no, they didn't. Yeah. They, that's well, just his usual. I role mean, they didn't even give like scorpion like scorpion gets a little more time they, than he I does. Think they
1: but briefly said scorpion, and I was like, okay, yeah, that guy looks right. like a scorpion. Mm-hmm. I'm on board. Um,
2: but yeah, this is essentially a sinister six bad guys movie, and I mm. think that works really well, um, especially with prowler. Like I really yeah, like the prowler way that they handle great. prowler in this movie. That's that's a really interesting take. I I call I don't know. Like Brian told me later that this is a that he's like supposed to be Miles Morales's uncle or something like that. Yeah. comics but again i didn't read his comic because oh, i wasn't interested right. in this before Oh, the
1: comics he was too
2: right and so Damn. i didn't I found call that it out,
0: until until like the you know the 10 minutes leading up to the scene with the reveal
2: i i called it the moment he came on screen and i was really yeah. proud of it <laughs>
0: um but i Wait, think that, like originally on screen
2: yes the moment like he shows up as prowler
3: like the prowler shows up in the movie i'm like ah that guy that guy is gonna be i mean you don't introduce little other character, Uncle Aaron, without there being a reason for right. him to yeah. exist.
2: Um, but I really like Uncle Aaron as a character. I think mm. that he he and Miles' dad have an interesting dichotomy and in the way that Miles looks up to them in this movie. And mm-hmm. I think that they handle those characters and the way that they interact with Miles in a really interesting and fun way. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of pressure on Miles from both of these sources, and it the way that he interacts with both of them makes clear that these emotional ties are really important to them, and they handle them in a really realistic way because both of both the dad and the uncle clearly care about Miles a lot and want the best for him and want to be role models for him that, right. that he can look
0: They're up They're both to. trying to instill positive values and morals in Miles. Exactly, despite he, the
2: fact that one of them is literally a murderer.
0: Right, but they seem to be going for the same
1: degree like his uncle mm-hmm. seems to encourage him to yeah. go to school and study and yeah. tr- you know actually write these essays and do his homework exactly yeah. he's not just like yeah you know do whatever makes you happy I mean kind it, of could have been, model.
2: it could have been really easy to make him the the bad
3: guy to the bad to yeah. influence yeah right. give up that and homework come out and tag some stuff exactly here, and, he's,
2: and he's not that at all I don't think I think no. he is in it, the even the tagging I think is encouraging Miles artistic side and yes. that is a good thing and I think even his dad yeah. would agree that that is a good thing like like his dad is not like put away those stupid drawings of yours and go get into school
0: and learn some math like a like a real <laughs> guy would yeah Nice bravado, you know all those all those chain cigar smoking, gun shooting, math enthusiasts.
1: But well, look, you gotta be able to calculate the trajectory of your bullets. Everyone knows exactly. that
2: Einstein was a mass murderer and that he shot lots and lots oh of people,
1: gosh. and he used well, math he aimed to trajectories. He <laughs> did contribute to the Manhattan Project.
0: What, one of my favorite things about these relationships, though, is that they do still feel real because I think that it would be too easy to get what we've gotten in other Spider-Man movies where it's like, oh, I'm mad at my uncle and I hate you now. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to run away and be with my uncle. And it's not that. Like mm. Miles is very clearly frustrated with his dad at different points but in the movie. But still understanding. But he still understands where his dad comes from, even if he disagrees with him. And he still loves his dad, For even, sure. though, yeah. even though his dad might piss him off.
2: that this, this, this father-son relationship feels real in a way that a lot of... Uh, TV and movie father-son relationships between a father and a teenage son don't. And it's because that emotional weight is clearly there. They clearly care about each other immensely, but they don't just...
3: Beat don't, you over the head with
2: it. Well, they, they don't beat you over the head with it, and it they don't try to make it a thing where like they don't understand each other at all. There's, there's clearly a level of emotion that is going on between the two. It's just that they aren't necessarily communicating... At the same wavelength.
0: It, it feels real. Yeah. And, and, and that's one... Again, you know, talking about Homecoming, the reason the character in Homecoming works is because so many of these situations that he's in and his responses to those situations feel like the real responses of a teenager. Yeah. And in this one, it's the same. Where, like, yes, it, you know, he's frustrated by his dad and he's frustrated that his dad's making him go to a new school he doesn't want to be a part of. And is making him peel up his his sticker tags that he's putting on things, but he still loves his dad, and he still kind of understands where it's coming from. Even yeah, even even when and he's
2: clearly embarrassed by his dad, it doesn't come off as a like I hate you, dad like type of, of a right. relationship. It's just a like. Man, you're making me say I love you in front of all these kids that I got to talk to later, and that's
3: gotta make a first impression. With him. Right. this is now my first impression. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> but
2: at the same time, he he doesn't he doesn't ever seem he never seems to resent his dad. Yeah, and right. I think that's what makes it work so well. Um, because in a lot of these relationships, it feels like no, actually, you 100 percent hate your dad. And when like we get around to the end of this movie and you like him again, that feels super forced. Because for the rest of the movie, you have been a complete, like, you've been awful to each other this whole time. And and it's not there in this
0: movie. And movie makers, I guess, often do that because they want it to feel like there's stakes to repairing the relationship. Right. But in this one, even though it's a much more realistic, subdued conflict, the conflict still feels real. Because he knows, as a police officer, his dad does not like the vigilante way that spider-man could, right it you feels know, like pursues he is, justice it
2: feels like he has had conversations with his dad previously or at least heard his dad talking about spider-man and that that those stakes are already there so when he becomes spider-man or at least gets these powers like that immediately adds a weight to everything that he does and the way he interacts with his dad and it's just played perfectly right and it still feels like there's serious stakes yeah and absolutely. and i really like that Absolutely. I I think that that is a big part of what makes Miles work so well as a character in in that relationship is that it it, outside his his interactions with the other spider characters, especially Peter Parker, where there's a lot of weight going on in that mentor uh, mentee relationship. I think this is what grounds him as a character and makes him so much fun to watch.
0: Yeah. I also, you're talking about Peter Parker. Peter Parker is my other favorite part of this movie. Oh, man, he's hmm. so good.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Peter the, B. Parker from the uh, alternate universe.
0: Right, exactly. Guy Parker. Yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> I, I love him. I think that this is one of, this is the best version of, I think, the current or at least current ish version of Peter Parker in the comics that I've seen on screen yeah because a lot of times they focus on the younger years of Peter Parker and that makes perfect sense in the in the movies that he's been in so far but this is the first adult Peter Parker we've seen on screen and I really love that and I like as much as I I hate the way that the Peter Parker Mary Jane relationship has been handled in comics I love the way they handle it here um, because it, they don't involve a deal with the freaking devil to to what? separate.
3: Oh, did you Wasn't not that know that with Aunt May? No. Okay.
0: Spider-Man gonna, deals with the devil, I'm going excuse to, me. I'm going to very quickly. It's been a minute since I've read Spider-Man. I'm going
2: to very quickly high level tell you this stuff. Essentially, Aunt May is dying because she's super freaking old. Yes. And she's going to die and there's nothing and that's going to bring her back Spider-Man can't now. deal. And Spider-Man makes a deal with the literal devil. Because like, Aunt, it's Aunt May's Mephisto. going to hell.
3: She's not, no. She, no, she, she killed a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, Aunt, May's Aunt,
1: zero
2: Aunt May is going to die. Peter Parker makes a deal with the literal devil. It's Mephisto, but the way they play it is it's literally Satan, essentially. Um, he makes a deal with the devil to bring her back to life, and the cost that he pays for this is his entire relationship with Mary Jane. It's all gone. Peter Parker destroys his marriage and all of everything that went along with that, including his unborn daughter that is a part of this this thing and literally begs him not to do this in wait, comic. Wait, wait, wait.
0: How does his unborn daughter
2: beg him? Because magic. It's not important for this oh, conversation. Geez. Yeah. Yes. That whole thing happens to save an octogenarian. Like this old woman is going to die at some point she in his dies life. dies the he, next time. And he that, needs to let dude. it go. No, it's awful it is a huge I hope that black this
0: storyline is the plot of the next pg spider-man movie <laughs>
2: and so i really appreciate that no the way this don't kill mommy <laughs> the way that i i i enjoy the way that this movie handles that weird awkward thing and it's just like no he and mary jane are having an awkward time because
0: she wants kids they and got he divorced doesn't. because they couldn't agree on having children or at yeah, the very least sense. they're like
2: Taking a break. Separ- separated. Something. Sure. It's never like straight up said. Well, like, well, they well, no, they're them
0: signing documents. That's yeah. fair. Yeah. no, but they but They're, signing. Not, they're I, not signing. Coincidence. They were I just doing paperwork in the same I appreciate that he's not signing
2: it in blood with the literal devil on the other side of the table we is did what not I'm trying to say that. here.
0: We didn't see it. <laughs> I mean, Mephisto could be over there in his nice little suit and tie. There, that could there's, be a nice pin. There's definitely a lawyer joke in here somewhere. Right. Anyway,
2: I appreciate that it's not Mephisto on the other side of the table actively shown. I, I like that it's kind of just like, hey, there's a weird, awkward spot, and that's sort of the baggage that this this Peter Parker is carrying into the res- this relationship of he didn't want kids or wasn't sure that he could handle kids, and now he has to deal with a kid and mm, and yeah. the responsibility of that. And I think they, they really nail that, and they nailed, just nail Peter Parker as a character because – the entire Marvel universe seems to run on Peter Parker's pain, and he just deals with that by <laughs> making jokes, and that to me encapsulates Peter Parker in this movie, and they just nail it excellently.
1: I love how he is just such a fucking bachelor in this. <laughs> like, <laughs> he kind of is. Yeah, his introduction is him trying to eat pizza while laying on a mattress while the-
3: talking about how he sh- how he was like busy working out, getting strong, you know, doing yeah. ab crunches. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And w- The the image overlaid of that is his gut. Like, yeah,
1: <laughs> just slowly. Pooching out, yeah, right? He's and trying he, to sneak into a uh, scientific facility, and he's wearing sp- pants it, over his exactly. suit. His pants he's got wearing destroyed. Wearing them over the suit,
3: and that
2: that lack of dignity feels authentically Peter Parker to me in a way that no yeah. other Spider Man has ever had the opportunity to really encapsulate. Like <laughs> Peter Parker is is not Superman, and that's what makes him great. And they they gra- they they nail that aspect of the character, and I love every part of that.
1: Yeah. Agreed. I like how, you know, their relationship, Peter Parker and Miles Morales, it grows in a... Very unders- authentic way. Yeah, a very authentic way. Even from the very beginning where they are talking about, you know, him trying to escape back to his reality mm-hmm. and Miles Morales saying, he no, he needs to destroy this thing. Right. You know, they have an actual conversation about this. They, you know, wait, they you know, both feed into this. They talk back and forth and the scene changes beautifully. I love that scene so much.
2: Absolutely. And I I also really like that scene where he has to talk to the alternate universe of MJ where she has lost Peter. Oh, God,
1: yeah, the
0: bread. That's
2: so awkward and just like, oh, God, stop talking. Please, no, stop. You of all the fresh bread in here. <laughs> <laughs> like, everything about that scene is beautifully awkward, and it works so, and so funny, well. And funny, but still
1: really funny. Also, yeah. side note, that entire situation for MJ it must have been so painful all these wait- uh, waiters and waitresses coming up wearing Spider-Man's hood oh, yeah. right that in front of her right after the death of well, uh, Peter man incredibly
2: Parker. painful for her yeah. but it also has to be incredibly painful for Peter to be there like looking at his wife going oh god at any moment in our relationship this could be the MJ that I was I was married to like yeah. she could have had to deal with any of all yeah. of this oh, I love it it's great it's <laughs> so good And
0: one of the things that I like about the movie is that they make all of the characters kind of have that same Peter Parker essence to them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um and and <laughs> Even I l- noir. <laughs> Yeah. Right. Yeah. And and I liked when uh Miles and his uncle, the Prowler, were kind of having their standoff when Miles reveals who he is and the Prowler like comes to that realization of, oh "Crap, this is my nephew." Um because I I didn't know where the movie was going to go with it because yeah. I I was like 50/50 on whether his uncle was going to to you, pull know, an Uncle him, you know, set him down and like, like when you see take him. a bullet or for the team, kill him or, or, or if he was gonna like put the mask on and they were gonna have to like fight. Yeah, I, I mean, I didn't. He wasn't gonna kill Miles. It's Miles's movie. Oh no, I but like. Thought that I thought Miles was gonna I have to like he like was venom putting the mask him. back on so it would not hurt as much when he.
3: Yeah, yeah. No, that's I why thought...
0: I thought he was putting Miles' mask
3: back on. That was a great moment. There was a ton of well put together tension up there. Like mm, right. they, it kind they of goes they that way in the comic. Like he. He goes the other way in the comic. He still cares about Miles, but he he's like, he's willing to beat him within an inch of his life because
0: this is well, his he, life. Also, it's his life, and also he knows, hey, Kingpin will kill me if I don't do right. this. And so I,
2: there is a certain amount of me that wonders, like, how does that scene play out if Kingpin doesn't shoot him in the back in that scene? Like, maybe he does, like, punch Peter or not Peter, punch Miles a few times and and like, kind of like half-heartedly have that fight or maybe right. he goes all out and like really tries to mess him up so that he'll be like don't mess with me i understand that you're spider-man and i'm not gonna kill you but at the same time like i'm I, this thing and this is my life and i'm not gonna let you screw it up there's a lot of ways that i could see that going where i, I kind of think,
1: think he knew that would happen I, I think he made that decision
0: yeah i think he he set I, it down
2: i didn't get that i think that he he in that moment had the decision okay i'm going to back off right now but if I can get out of this and still have my relationship with Kingpin where he pays me tons of money, I'm sure. cool with that.
0: I but I, I don't know. I just I really liked this scene and it's I liked great. I liked because this was his Uncle Ben. And they, they talk about that, you know, each of the characters has yeah. their Uncle Ben moment. Oh, Uncle yeah. Ben they have Uncle their, Benjamin. <laughs> but yeah. because because part of that Peter Parker essence is that what you spurs them one. to action is a enormous loss. Yeah. Hmm. Right. That you could have stopped if you had been better. Right. And I liked that because, again, I know nothing about Miles Morales. Mm-hmm. And so to see. He gets two. Hmm?
3: He gets two? Yeah. Two of them? Oh, Who wow. else dies for him? His
0: mom. Oh, yeah.
2: sad. Unless this is the, the, the video game universe in which he's his dad. Spoilers for that. haha.
1: Yeah, spoilers Aww. for everything section. But also, Miles just lose.
2: everyone dies around
3: Miles. That's his actual yeah. superpower.
0: <laughs> Don't worry, worry Miles, Miles goes to deal with the devil to get his dad and mom back. You are starting
3: a comic book with, with two parents and you know something's going to happen. <laughs>
0: well, this can't last. I, yeah, I really, really hope that Jamie is not a comic book
3: character right now.
2: <laughs> There's no world in which that ends well for me.
0: <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> He'll probably
3: come back. They always come back. And no, come you'll, Ben does not come back. No,
0: but you will. You'll come back as like a surprise one of his villains.
2: Man, I don't want to be a villain though. No. I want to be a superhero so bad.
0: I know, but then you can have Definitely like the Luke happening. and Darth Vader moment where like he's cr- cradling your dying body. Father, please. Out. All right, I do. Kind of, There's still good in you. I do. Kind of I want can be Darth feel Vader. it. <laughs> it's not my ideal Star Wars character. You
2: version of myself, but I'll take Darth Vader. Rick, Rick, Rick wait, really no, wants. Who is, the ideal? Those Ewoks. I mean, I'm I am not a Han Solo fan. We'll get to that at the end of this year when we get to like
0: all of our Star Wars movies. Oh yeah,
2: because that's happening. Because Episode Nine is coming that's out. That's so going to be, we be a just marathon. Nail
0: it, but get it all out there. Back to Spider Man. Right. <laughs> um, I, we're actually I liked talking about. I liked the yeah, Uncle and Ben Disney property. I liked the Uncle Ben moment in this. Oh yeah, and I and I liked because it looked for a minute there it looked like his dad was just gonna like you know this is the nail in the coffin that makes me hate Spider Man forever. Oh yeah, that, yeah, and
2: that's a way that a lot of Spider Man characters have gone. Um, that, that that relationship has played out that way before, and so it's it's oh, yeah. very it feels very possible here.
0: Where the, where the person, one of the people closest to him, like hates him as Spider-Man kind of thing.
3: Right. I mean, it wasn't interesting. Interesting. Well, was it was it for yeah. a series, but this isn't a series, so it wouldn't really make. Uh, well, right. I guess it could be like a three-parter kind of thing.
2: Yeah, you could you could go
3: that
0: but way, and I'm glad that they don't even with the potential the for end. this to be a series, I like that they don't go that way. Right. Like I I prefer it. I prefer it where he's got that that support yeah i agree Um, it's just it's really nice so refreshing i think
2: the only other thing that i want to talk about is gwen because i feel like she's she is spider gwen yeah she's weirdly handled in this because she's almost a character and but she's not quite there she feels like the character that they kind of established here so that in a sequel
0: they can do more with her well and they even sequel baited at the end of this one for
2: sure yeah and I'm 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 definitely interested in seeing how Spider-Gwen and, and Miles Morales work together as a couple. That could be really fun and interesting. But I feel like that the way that they handle it here is not great. I think that they could do more with the character and give her more to do in this movie. Because as it stands, it feels like ship bait of like, I really want these two characters to get together because we had some awkward, funny moments with them. But she didn't really get that much to do over the course of the movie.
0: Uh, I, as far as, like, specific plot points. That's sort of yeah, what I mean. I would get that, that, but but she definitely is leagues above the other three. Oh, yeah. Above, like, She's, Spider-Ham and, and Noir and, noir and, and, and Asian and, a, and, and Spider-Man. Yeah, Kimmy. I, I,
2: I agree with that. I think that she gets the short end of the stick, though.
0: Well, and, uh, okay, and and I, I agree with you, but I think that if they tried to put that in, it would have felt like too many stories taking place in one movie. Because this is the story. Uh, because you've already got the family elements, and and the the primary and and Miles kind of coming into his own power. But the the big the big storyline going on between him and any of the other Spider Man is that of like a tutor where like they're helping him come into his own
2: my big issue with it is that we get a lot of gwen at the beginning of this movie like even before we get real peter parker we get more gwen and that feels like they are setting her up for more of a story later in the movie and i don't feel like that comes and that's what makes me feel like it's sequel bait almost like she's she's well handled enough that i don't want to call it sequel bait in like that Sort of crass term of it Because she's fun in this movie and I enjoy her And I end up leaving the movie wanting more But I think I leave the movie wanting more In a different way than I want From uh, From Peter because I just really enjoyed his character In a different way from which I I enjoyed the the three other spider Characters because they just filled their role And I enjoyed that role Mm -hmm. She's sort of in between that of She didn't have enough of a complete story In this movie to justify the weight That they gave her in this movie
3: I felt like they sort of combined her role with um, Miles's best as friend. friend. Slash re- yeah, like they yeah. basically, if they had kept hemming where he met him during class or something, yeah. it would have cut, cut half time for both of them and then neither of them would really be. Yeah. yeah.
1: Was that supposed to be his
0: roommate? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, and, and I feel like that, the character right. with Homecoming. She, she's yeah. feeling, she's taking the part of his friend in this one and then in the next movie if it gets if it gets made which I hope that it does he's now established with his friend and so his his roommate will beco- take the friend role and she will take a much different role yeah
3: cause that's who was like calling out to him at the end when he was listening to music in bed was Gwyn from like a portal right. in the city yeah,
0: right right, 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 right. <sighs> hmm
2: yeah, on that on that note.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah, if you can't tell, it's uh, it's pretty late while we're recording It is this. 11.20 20 at this point, and we
2: have, like, mostly jobs. Yes. Mostly so, jobs. <laughs> I'm a student
0: here in Nashville. Um, yeah. Um, so I have a child, so I'm always sleepy. Oh, boo-hoo, boo-hoo. Go pl- complain so this to is the normal the for you. I don't
1: want to hear about it. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> You're normally up at this time of night that's with not, your shrieking child.
2: That's not true. It's more like one or two. And it's usually not even most nights. So yeah, I, you're I getting have, a head start on I have then. a great child. That's all I can say.
0: <laughs> well, let's go ahead and get give the him an award box. for that
1: later when he grows up. There you hey, go. he
2: might suck later, but right now he's about as good as he can get. <laughs> all
1: right, Rick. All right, little hey, Timmy. Hey, you suck now, but... Future
2: Jamie, hey, I didn't know where you would be at the future. Maybe you're a drug addict now. Maybe you're a super genius and you're like putting us on Mars. I don't know. I'm just saying like right now you're a great kid. I hope you continue to be this way, like A Why are you listening kid. to this? Because he wanted to hear his dad. Maybe I die in like the next year or so. And he's like, I need to hear my daddy's voice. And God, I hope I didn't just like really foreshadow some shit.
0: (laughs) Hey, hey, that would put him on the path for the superhero origin story. Hey, you better be a fucking awesome superhero kid. That's all I'm saying.
2: (laughs) Not one of these lame ones. (laughs) Right. Don't be, don't be, (laughs) don't be like the question man or something like that.
0: Right. Calendar man.
2: Yeah. That's a villain, though.
0: Kite Man. Yeah.
2: Don't be Robin. Be Kite Batman. Kite Batman. Kite I, is also I, a I don't film, even like Batman, he? but be Batman.
0: Rick, go ahead and get us started with our final thoughts.
2: Alright. I love this movie. Uh I, I kind of tweeted during the middle of this movie that this was the best Spider Man movie that had come out so far. And okay. I mostly stand by that. The only competition that I really have for it is Homecoming. And I think mm-hmm. based on my one viewing of Homecoming, that was a long time ago, I still put this movie above it. This movie, for the most part, captures all of the best parts of Spider-Man and it's a lot of fun and it it even does it without having my favorite Spider-Man as the main character of that and so that speaks to me to, to volumes for, for this movie because again, I came to this movie not caring about Miles Morales at all as a character. He's just not interesting to me. I'm super into Peter Parker because he's a character that is smaller than most of his villains and he is super snarky and and his mouth gets him into a lot of trouble and I can't imagine why I as a person would relate to that but you know the fact that you know Miles Morales as a character can can get me on his side so much speaks to the quality of this movie a lot this is an excellent excellent movie there are only a couple of tiny flaws in it and so um
0: (laughs) <laughs> That's why I'm, I'm, I'm curious a, to hear your least favorite part. Go I'm, ahead, I'm go not
2: going to give it a, a perfect score at the end of this movie. This is yeah. all I'm saying. Um, I think that my favorite part of the movie is honestly Miles. He is just great throughout the entire thing. He really holds the entire movie together. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I love Peter Parker, but in this movie, my favorite part is Miles. My least favorite part is probably the villains, and they're good. They're okay, but they could be better. They could they could serve the movie better, I think. And they're just not perfect is all is all i'm saying with that so gotcha. my my uh final score is going to be four and a half spider people out of five <laughs> <laughs> all right uh, because this is just an excellent movie it just has a couple minor flaws that's that's all there is to it fair
3: play brian uh i there's a lot i well i can't find many faults with the movie and of those that i do find it, it's like maybe personal preference like the way they animated penny the japanese
0: right she also felt a little off compared to the rest of them
3: i felt like they were forcing multiple um facial expressions on her just to like go through everyone they could possibly go through in like five seconds while she was doing her transformation sequence yeah
1: I i even heard you say like that was excessive at
0: one point yeah yeah
3: But um, other than, like, little nitpicky things like that, this is the most refreshing Spider-Man movie I've seen in a while, Mm -hmm. other than Homecoming. Yeah. But. So, uh, favorite and least favorite? Least favorite would probably be, I mean, I guess it would just be that scene with Penny, because, I mean, I I love the way they, mostly a retelling of, because Spider-Man did not meet, or Peter Parker did not meet Miles and teach him all this stuff. He didn't go through his powers over, like, the course of, a couple weeks, they all just kind of happen all at once, like maybe in an afternoon.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: But um yeah,
0: yeah. Hmm. There's a lot of th- there's a lot of things to pick from as your favorite. Yeah,
3: I, I mean, I guess it would be Miles's um interaction with Peter. Like this is definitely a tired mm-hmm. Peter, but he's not giving up on the world kind of thing. Like he's right. not he's not like a grizzled old man Logan to where he's like.
1: More world-weary.
3: Yeah. At first, when he's interacting with Miles, it seems like he could care less about that dimension, but it, it seem, after a while, it just kind of seemed like he's trying to get Miles out of this. It's, it's Spider-Man at a low, low point for yeah. him. Yeah, right. but even then, it seems like he's just, like, putting on a front to make the kid go away so that he can do his thing without yeah. having the kid around. Yeah. So I really appreciate that. Everything, they don't beat, beat you over the head with anything. Everything's subtle, like kingpins feelings or like even when peter is talking to him about what he saw in the portal he seems kind of understanding about it yeah so i think i'm gonna give it a five out of five five out of five um wow hammer space hammers
0: (laughs) (laughs) high praise all right so i
1: i love spider-man as a character i love peter parker and i Grew to love Miles Morales here, but I was never really a fan of any of the movies I've seen the Sam Raimi ones, the uh, Amazing Spider Man ones, even Spider Man Homecoming. They all felt like they were missing something, mm-hmm. and I did not get that impression at all in this movie. I loved almost every single second of it from the characters to the animation to the music choices to the plot and story of it. It's almost all utterly spectacular. Yeah. For my favorite thing, I think I have to go with the animation and the music, the way they work together, and they yeah. p- present this beautiful masterpiece of uh, visual storytelling. And a lot of people say a movie is uh, eye candy just because you know it has some nice special effects and it's something you just kind of put on and zone out to. This movie is eye candy and the highest possible phrase and uh, meaning of it. It's just absolutely gorgeous to see, but it still engages you with everything else. Least favorite. I'm going to have to agree with Rick. It's, it's the villains. Most of the villains, they're fine as just side villains. Like I didn't care too much about Scorpion. He was just kind of there. Hammerhead. I didn't even get his name. Sure, they're fine. They're just goons. Hammer
0: wasn't it? Tombstone. Ham- Tombstone. Yeah. Tombstone. Hammerhead.
1: <laughs> Fuck yeah. See, that's how that's how little of an impression this guy made.
2: Hammerhead is a, is a, another.
0: He, C- yeah. I really like really this take on Doc Hawk, though. I yeah, don't know. Yeah, yeah, I'm getting there.
1: Yeah, she's uh, good. Yeah, like they're fine as goons. I was a little disappointed that Doc Hawk just kind of gave up. You know, telling Kingpin like uh, this is going to destroy the entire world in like two seconds. Like Friday afternoon, whatever. I'm about to clock out. <laughs> yeah. Like, but I liked that. You it know, was a woman this time, and she had this really cool new design where her arms were like these tubes. or I like, like, like the the, the S- air, yeah. like air filled yeah. tube type thing. Yeah, yeah, like a, the uh, the the tube on a vacuum cleaner. Yeah, it was really cool. It was a great design, but she was a little underutilized. Mm-hmm. And, she was
3: like a weird art teacher design. Yeah, yeah, like this. Remind me of hippie. like
1: Professor Trelawney from uh, Harry Potter. She did a yeah. lot to me as well. She had that. Um, she had that scarf on that I swear was a reference to uh, the fourth Doctor in Doctor Who with the <laughs> gigantic scarf. Something like that. Yeah. 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 I just felt she was a little underutilized. Could have been developed more. I hope she comes back in a sequel. Uh-huh. And ultimately, Kingpin, I just cannot stand design. I <laughs> his design. think His head? Uh, just <laughs> his shoulders. His shoulders are so fucking huge. It's great. uh. And if they just spent like a proper scene giving us his motivation and why he won't give up, I would have accepted it. But these are minor uh, uh, complaints that I have. They really don't factor that much into it. So I'm going to give this four and a half uh, Spider-Versus out of five.
0: Lots of high praise from everyone. Uh, And I'm going to go ahead and jump on that same wagon. Um, I thought that this was fantastic. It's I I th- I think I would put it as my favorite Spider-Man movie, um even oh, above I agree even above Homecoming 100%. and I I really enjoyed Homecoming yeah. Um, Before this
1: I said that uh, the Marvel Spider-Man game is the best Spider-Man movie but now <laughs> it's been all, it's cut scenes
0: yeah. Um my favorite part of this is kind of a tie between Miles and Peter Parker and I get I guess I'll it just kind of gets wrapped up in their relationship together and the characters themselves, um. And I know that's uh, like that's a huge thing to have as my favorite part, but it, man, both of those characters feel so real and unique, and the way that they play against each other is just so perfect. Like I don't know i I, I loved every scene that had either of them in it, and especially the scenes that had both of them in it., um, my least favorite part of the movie is just it we didn't really touch on it but there are some parts that seem like they drag on a little bit um some of some of the scenes with the kind of more henchman-y villains and some of the scenes with the the background spider people you know spider ham spider noir uh spider anime whatever her name was um penny yeah spider penny uh some of the scenes with them also just felt like they kind of dragged on, which is a shame because I enjoyed those characters, but it, it there were some parts that seemed to go a little slow. Uh but I mean overall I just had a blast watching this. Um I'm gonna give it uh I'm gonna give it four and a half out of five origin stories. Um it was it was such a refreshing take on Spider-Man. Um yeah i I, I can't recommend this enough. If you haven't seen it go see it. Um it was it was absolutely a blast um yeah I'm speaking going again, of things sure. that are absolutely a blast uh, our podcast <laughs> is pretty great <laughs> yeah we're well, all right um if you can tell can't tell we're a little sleepy at this point yeah. shut up my segues are great uh, if you want to find more of our podcasts you can do so they're at our website opinionatedpodcast.com additionally we're on social media at opinioncast on twitter and opinionated podcast on facebook you can reach out to us at our email address, OpinionatedMovieReviews at gmail.com. We love hearing from you guys, whether it's your thoughts on our episodes or suggestions for movies to watch in the future. If you get a chance, please leave us a rating on iTunes or your podcast app, of choice. It always helps us reach out to the listeners. Between that and you, uh, just kind of recommending us to your friends. We always appreciate you guys listening. And Until next time, we're Opinionated.